Good morning, everyone. Today's an unusual show because uh, we should have been on 15 minutes ago and uh, we've had technical hitches, but we decided we're still going to... The show must go on and uh, Jess is muted. Jess, do you want to do a test to see if people can hear you or not? If you can actually hear Jess, I can't. So um, give it a little thumbs up if you can hear Jess. But what we're going to talk about this morning is a sale that we just had at, the, at um, in Crown Road, 2080 Crown Road, Queenscliff. And we wanted to educate purchasers how to negotiate better. We learned a couple of things out of this sale that we thought were um, was you know clever on the purchaser's behalf and vendor's behalf. And there was some stuff that could have been done a little bit better. Um, so... Jess, uh, you and I were um, working with the purchaser, working with the vendors to get this sale across the line. And there's a couple of things here. One lesson is uh, when you want to buy something in Strata and do works, you know, is it going to be possible to get those works approved or what's your gut going to tell you if you can get those works approved? And the second thing is, is being transparent and frightfully honest with the real estate agent, even though you may not get the result you want, um, sometimes it works out a little bit better. So, Jess, uh, you're going to have to do this on a keyboard because, uh, yeah, negotiate better while mute. Yeah, uh, that's what Jess just wrote. Um, so, so Jess, a, a couple of things on this. Uh, these guys first, first said they were going to exchange with – no cooling off, an unconditional, and got the owner a little bit on a high that they were going to sell their property. And then they took that off the table, which surprised all of us. So they wanted a five-day cooling off. The 66W was the bargaining tool. So they actually used the cooling off, no cooling off as a bargaining tool, and it worked. Um, then they took their 66W away Um Bob, Jess has written something else. If you've just tuned in, Jess is mute, so uh, I've got to I've got to read her messages for you. Um, building and pest inspection is the reason why they decided to add the cool off. But then, even even after they did they did the pest inspection, they still didn't reduce the cooling off period, which sort of frustrated the owner even more because the owner thought, "Hang on, sec, I only accepted this deal because it was a sixty six W. It was a non cool off." Um, then, they, well, Jess has written another message. Uh, the strata building, uh, the a str- to a strata building, yeah, actually good, you know, good point, Jess. Um, they, doing a strata inspection, and a lot of people ask about this. This is the first show I've ever done where the other person's mute. Um, so bear with, <laughs> bear with me on this. Um, but it is unusual that people get a pest and building inspection on a strata building because you can only get access to the internal of one unit. Say if it's a block of 12, you can only get access to the internal of one unit. And then the builder literally has to walk through the out, walk around the outside of the building. Even the roof is often too high. The builder can't get on the roof, can't get in the roof, can't get under the building. So it's, I, I regard it as, a, as I've got to be careful what I say, but I do reckon it's a waste of money, um, you know, to get it done. If there is generally a problem with the building, it's going to come up and be surfaced in the strata. You know, someone has 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 brought up the issue or the problem um, over over months or years that has to be rectified. It's pretty 
So to get a building in Pairs where you can only go inside the unit, we thought was a little bit unusual. So this was the tale of the sale of 2880 Quinscott Road. So it, it was getting twisty and a little bit weird. Uh, once the building ins inspection was done, um, there was another twist, yes. Okay, finance. So that was the next one with this deal where at first it was, no, I've got my finance approved. It's all okay. Um, I want to buy this unconditionally with no calling off. Would you accept this offer? Owner says yes. Then uh, the building inspection uh, card comes out. Now the finance card came out that we can't we can't go unconditional because of finance. And uh, along the way, Jess, I think you were um, a bit confused because there was a 66W offered at the beginning of the transaction. And it's like, hang on a sec, why are we extending the call off? Why, why are we seeing out the whole call off because we we our instructions from you mr buyer was it was only because of the um uh the building the only because of the building inspection now it's due to finance and i think you are asking about finance every day that's what your message says um and it was like unusual so once that got sorted it sort of got a little bit more confusing this is the tale of the sale <laughs> This is what some of the stuff we do as an, as an agent. Um, it can, after that, it came down to, uh, what was it, Jess? There was a request to take $2,000 off uh, due to the exhaust fan and a toilet, a moisture around the toilet or a crack on the toilet, um, which then the owner thought to themselves, am I going to lose the whole deal over $2,000? And um, by saying I'm not going to take 2K off the price, this is the property over a million dollars. And then, or, is, or, or am I going to say, no, nah, I'm not negotiating? And this is a real twist for the tail of the sale. The owner turned around and said, uh, I'm not going to take 2K off. Like, I've had enough. Um, I've given a cool off for um, building inspection. Then it turned to finance. Now it's turned to two thousand off due to a, a cracked toilet. No, uh, and the owner was actually willing to walk away from the whole million dollar deal um, over two k. And uh, Jess, who's mute today, who can only message me, what happened then? Um, went between the solicitors the two thousand dollars. Um. And um, we handle a motion between parties. Need to tell your agent what's happening so you can talk to your vendors beforehand and manage the emotion. It looks jarring when it comes through the solicitors. Turns out it wasn't actually that. They were that concerned about $2,000. Yeah, so what happened is the $2,000 request that they wanted for the toilet fix, they didn't really care about, but they thought they tried on for size did frustrate the owner enough to say, I'm not going to do the deal over to, uh, uh, and take $2,000 off. I'll walk away from the million-dollar sale. Um, in the meantime, what what, just, what you just mentioned was, and I thought this is probably the best lesson out of this, out of this um, tale of the sale to buyers out there, is when, um, whenever the purchaser was doing any of this, it was going through their lawyer not through us and the problem is if you do it through a lawyer 
it can be lost in translation in translation a lot of this stuff an agent um can segue and, and assist and and massage the deal but sometimes when it goes through the lawyers it's lost in translation it's a bit clunky you know through emails um lawyers generally won't call each other they'll just click an email to each other and it gets lost in translation because there's so many parties in between instead of you know what i mean so i think that was really frustrating because we were blindsided our owner would call us and say why does she want two thousand dollars off and we're like what are you talking about or the owner would say what's with the building or or finance we're going what are you talking about so i think you've always actually got to make sure you communicate actively honestly with your agent in a negotiation for a purchase and it's just less risk um <laughs> michelle. yeah well thanks michelle thanks for the message michelle yeah so if you've just tuned in guys um jess cannot talk on our audio today but the show must go on so uh yeah it is it's uh it's pretty it's a bit weird but it's funny um all right so the tail of the sale of queenslip very very it started getting curly two grand didn't come off buyer said they're going to proceed uh, was there another turn in this i, I think there was uh <laughs> there was so the next thing the buyer wanted to negotiate was a to be written into um, to be written into the contract that they could pull out of the contract and um, perhaps at a later point re-engage in the contract um, because the le there's legislation changes for um, first-home buyers, the threshold changes. So um, just so everyone knows out there, there's new legislation coming in tomorrow. End of financial year today, show triple seven. Um so there's some new legislation coming through that Labor government has introduced with first-home buyers. Um, and I think you may find some buyers in those price points have stalled in the last week or two, have refused to buy in the last week or two off the back of them being able to get some money off. So that's being introduced tomorrow. So you may see a little bit of a kick in the market over the next week or two or month or two with the, with this new um this new first home buyer coming through. So, after all that, Jess, what happened on tail of the sale? You, Jess. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. There was another one. So then, um, amongst all this, this is all happening in five business days, by the way. It's such a short time, all these twists and turns. Um, people, when you look at a strata building, you often as a buyer have ambitions of what you can and can't do. And you sort of don't even want to buy the property if you can't do the renovation. Um, so this particular property, um, I was talking to a completely separate person from the transaction yesterday, young bloke, very snappy, and he's like, mate, I've seen your property advertised, don't know how I've missed it. I reckon I can get a third bedroom in there. I reckon I can move the bedroom into the kitchen. I reckon I can slide the kitchen into the dining. I reckon I could maybe enclose the balcony. And I reckon I could turn the laundry into an ensuite. And I was like, how did you know that? And he said, I looked at the floor plan. I said, 
it's took it you know i've had the property on the market for four or five weeks and i've mastered the this plan the owners had an ambition being builders to do this but someone from outside could actually see that this this you could turn a two bedroom potentially to a three bedroom if you got strata approval and that would add a good two or three hundred thousand to the value of the property but when you're buying a place what assurances or what guarantees do you have that you can execute because that's the whole reason that you're going to be buying it um so this prospective buyer was worried concerned could they had similar ambitions not all of the things i mentioned but a few walls here and there um and they were like you know has the owner done this well like yeah well the owner had some tentative talks with strata and can you send me plans can you send me engineering no uh you know do you have an engineer who did it yes can you send me plans can you send me engineering no so it sort of kept going in and out these questions every day um which made it even more complicated the transaction um do you run the gauntlet says jess mute jess some of your destinations have errors that's getting even better with our broadcast today um do you run the gauntlet yeah well i guess you know with these renos look there's there's no guarantee you're going to get them prior to buying the property you don't have the time to actually get these renos approved with strata prior, prior to buying the property so you know it's one of those things i think you've got to look at the, the, the likelihood of getting these approvals through but that's the tale of the sale today with jess patterson who uh who was who was mute there was a couple of lessons in there um what else jess what else do you want to say without saying it was a great property end of the day and everyone is happy yeah, even after all those ins and outs of that sale, purchasers happy with the property, vendors happy with the sale. Um, these guys have got a beautiful new home in Queenscliff, and I've got to say, Queenscliff is my favourite suburb on the northern beaches. Got to be careful. Don't tell anyone in DY. Um, but I do love, love, love Queenscliff, um, and it's a two-bedder. It traded for a $1.2 million dollars. It's a 45-year-old building. It's a uh, internally the the size was approximately 90 meters squared. I think Jess, give me a thumbs up. 90, 100 meters squared internally. It was a big big unit internally as well, and um, everyone's happy. And that's that's how you do a social media show uh, with another person who never talks who's been muted because we can't work out technology. So um, anyway, Jess, thank you. Have a beautiful day today and uh, everyone enjoy and thanks for watching the show. Love you. See ya. Bye. Jess says thank you as well. <laughs> See ya.